This is the Dallas Morning News. This is the Dallas Morning News. It's Friday, May 5th. Today's forecast calls for both clouds and sunshine. Expect humidity and a strong thunderstorm in spots late in the afternoon with a high of 94 and a low of 69. Here are today's headlines. A ransomware attack on the city of Dallas that has significantly impacted police and compromised other city services was initiated by a prolific group called Royal, officials said Thursday. The city's Information and Technology Services Department and its vendors continue to work around the clock to contain the outage and restore service, prioritizing public safety and public-facing departments, a news release said. Dallas Police Chief Eddie Garcia said the police department's computer-assisted dispatch system is in the process of being brought back online and calls are still being dispatched. The system used by police for offense reports and jail intake is also affected, prompting personnel to conduct those tasks manually. In other news, a nine-year-old Midlothian girl is recovering after she was run over by a vehicle at a Louisiana gas station during an attempted carjacking. Shelby Ayers, her two teenage sisters, and their father were on their way to the All-Star World Championship cheerleading competition in Orlando, Florida, when they stopped at a Love's Travel Stop off Interstate 20 in Minden on Monday. While they were at the gas station, Shelby's sisters walked back to the rental car ahead of her and their dad. Then a teenage male got into the car with them, according to a GoFundMe page set up to help the family with medical costs. The doors of the rental car had a child lock on them, so the sisters couldn't get out. The girl's father ran toward the car when a vehicle driven by a second person attempted to run him over, but then saw Shelby, stopped, and took off towards her, running her over, the page says. By the grace of God, Shelby rolled under the truck, missing the tires, but still sustained serious injuries. The Menden police chief said the suspect ran over the little girl, took off, picked the other suspect up, and then fled the scene. Up next, in 2008, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas decided to send his teenage grandnephew, Mark Martin, to Hidden Lake Academy, a private boarding school in northern Georgia. For the previous decade, he had lived with the justice and his wife in the suburbs of Washington, D.C. Thomas had taken legal custody of Martin when he was six years old and had recently told an interviewer he was raising him as a son. Tuition at the boarding school ran more than $6,000 a month. But Thomas did not cover the bill. A bank statement for the school from July 2009, buried in unrelated court filings, shows the source of Martin's tuition payment for that month the company of billionaire real estate magnate Harlan Crow. The payments extended beyond that month, according to Christopher Grimwood, a former administrator at the school. Crow paid Martin's tuition the entire time he was a student there, which was about a year, Grimwood told ProPublica. Also last week, the Texas House approved HB 18, a bill that requires digital service providers, such as social media platforms, to gain parental consent in order to enter an agreement with a minor to create a social media account. The proposal would allow the minor's parent or guardian to provide consent through a toll-free telephone number or video conference or by responding to an email. Collecting government-issued identification could be done to verify the parent or guardian's identity. Digital service providers then would be required to delete such information after confirming the identity. 
It's among a handful of bills this session that target the use of social media and its impact on children's mental health. And real estate broker, investor, and developer Scotty Smith II discovered South Dallas by accident after taking a wrong turn on Malcolm X Boulevard when he left his office in Deep Ellum. Smith noticed a large number of vacant lots in the neighborhood, so he had the idea to build homes there and give his clients the first opportunity to buy them. Smith is now planning his next revitalization project for the neighborhood. He plans to move his company to a site at 1708 Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard near Interstate 45 that includes a former doctor's office building and a vacant lot. His new two-story structure with about 4,400 square feet will house a restaurant on the first floor and a real estate office and training center on the second. The existing building on site will be home to a coffee shop. Thanks for listening. For more on today's stories and for the latest breaking news, visit DallasNews.com. Enjoy your day. Spoken Layer